Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Zook. Uh, so today's episode is going to be uh, very different uh, to normal because um, I don't have any artists on this show. I'm sorry guys, this is where everyone flicks off. But don't flick off, wait, wait. Um, so guys, I'm actually going to be doing the talk myself. Uh, the main reason is, is not that I could, not that I ran out of artists to interview and not that they said no. Uh, well, I mean, a few of them have said no to me, you bastards. Um, but uh, as... As the weeks have gone on, I've been chatting to loads of people who are trying to run classes. Uh, people message me for advice. Uh, I'm talking to a lot of the international artists at the moment, like the, 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 the top pros. Um, and I'm hearing a lot of stuff where people don't know kind of how they can grow. They, you know, what happens if they break their leg? Like they stop earning their money. Um, people in the communities, in the local communities, aren't, aren't getting in new beginners. People are dropping off. Like people don't quite understand how to kind of grow their businesses, um, create an ecosystem, get leads. Um, and this is where all my skills lie. Um, I have no Zook or dance skills. I just <laughs> have business skills. Um, so this episode is going to be purely on business. It's going to be for those who want to build themselves up, um, not just as a teacher, but you could be a community builder. You could be a DJ trying to get more um, gigs, uh, having an ecosystem of products that you can sell to people you get on your journey. You can be the top pros. You can be the upcoming pros. Um, this is basically for any creative or for any performer, um, even if it's nothing to do with dance. This is basically going to, well, hopefully, uh, change your whole outlook. Um, this is going and inspire you um, and hopefully it will be enjoyable as well um, you know how I, a lot of if you ever take like a private lesson and they they overpower you with like a hundred things that you're doing wrong or that you're not doing and you come out like so frustrated like you want to quit um, obviously that that is you know business is, is ever growing and there's so much to do it but I, I wanted to take just a little bit of your time to choose a few very uh, strong points that I think will really help people and inspire people um, sure, you might come out of this thinking, oh, damn it, I don't really do any of this stuff or look what I've been doing, why have I been doing this? But uh, isn't that great that then you're aware of it and then you have the choice um, to change or do something about it? Um, so why me? Why would you listen to me? Uh, I know I'm just that kind of short, loud, uh, jumpy, happy chappy guy. Um, so what skills do I have? Um, but I, a little bit about my background, guys. It's my name is Ricky. I live in London. Uh, no, so guys, um, I have run a few businesses. Um, my main big baby was Captain Fantastic. It's a children's entertainment company. Um, I grew it with my business partner, um, started a decade or oh, 12 years ago now. Um, but I recently just sold it uh, in April 2023. Um, and it grew from just being in the bedroom, uh, just kind of starting it in our bedrooms and it basically doing children's events and parties. Um, and we grew it to having 50 staff, um, an off our own office. Um, uh, we franchised uh, 18 franchises and now it's in um, all around the UK. It's just taken off in America. Um, got different countries now taking on Captain Fantastic. We have toddler groups. We've got our own YouTube series. Um, we have talks with some of the 
TV channels. Uh, we've been all over the Sky News, the BBC, a lot of the media here. Um, we have many, many celebrities. Um, I do literally nearly all of the celebrities' children's uh, kids' birthdays. Um, we have events that, that go from just a few hundred pounds all the way to £25,000 for a single kid's birthday for a two or three hour event. I know what you're thinking, but uh, I'm going to explain how and why and stuff you can do with your things. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a big baby. Um, and I recently sold it. Um, and now I am retiring, guys. See you later. No. Um, but I love business and I continue to do so. Uh, I also run something called Ambitious Arts, um, where we run business for creatives. Um, so on top of this, I have a number one Amazon bestselling book called Pain in the Arts. A nice little funny pun title. Uh, so it's called Pain in the Arts, How to Make Money as a Performer. Uh, and you can buy that on Amazon if you fancy, but um, it's, it's not worth a read. Don't worry, it's rubbish. Um, uh, and yeah, that, that book got me a lot of uh, a lot of interest to do many, many talks. Um, I travel around a lot of the drama schools here in the UK, um, teaching mainly the third years kind of how to build themselves as a brand, how to market themselves, how to get seen, how to get heard. Um, we do a lot of celebrity interviews there with a podcast. We've got our own courses. Um, I do a lot of one-to-one -one and small group um, coaching, uh, mainly online, but some still in person. Um, and yeah, like I, I love it. It's um, it's incredible. And uh, I mean, I've been studying business for, uh, I don't know, 12, 13 years, many business courses, many mentors, many coaches. Um, and now I've just gone full-time officially on UKDC. Um, and I, I basically just want to, show to people that like if I can earn more money from dance uh, than most of the professionals you know working you know at the top of their game out there and yet I've never ever taught a zoo class in my life um, you know you I, I want to stop the mindset of people thinking just because you know they're not as good as Mark or Melissa or they're not as handsome as Mateus or whatever that they don't deserve or, or that you don't think you can make more money um, than than these people like because at the end of the day it's it's just money it doesn't mean as much as you actually think um, and there's a lot less talented people out there earning a lot more than a lot of the people like life and, and work is not about uh, working hard it's about working smart obviously if you can work smart smart and hard that's great but just working hard doesn't not mean earning more money. Um, so I want to get a few of these things kind of into your head uh, and hopefully you'll get a few of those light bulb moments um, that will come for you today. Um, and everything I say, it, it comes mainly from my experience, but um, I want to give a few tips here as well um, from things that I've learned from my mentors and my coaches. Um, but like business, dance, and you know, they're never ending journeys. Everything's about adapting. There's no one correct way. Um, but, you know, there are ways that have worked for others that might work for you. Um, and there's ways that have worked for others that might not work for you. Um, so it's about finding your passions rather than your skills. Um, one main thing I always generally talk about is, is you don't actually need to be good at what you do to make money from it. For example, like I love dance. Again, like I don't teach dance, but I find the people around me and I partner um, and I connect with those who can 
do what I can't do, where my, either my passions don't lie or where my skills aren't. But mainly it's to do with passions over skill. Uh, and I'm going to kind of go through that with you because it's quite a hard concept if people think they need to do everything. Um, just for example, I'm sure that, I mean, when I mainly coach people um, on, a, on a one-on-one basis, I, I go through the why first, like why are they doing what they do? Um, because a lot of people just see other people's journeys and they kind of copy it. Um, but it's not their journey. Um, it's just like, you know, you're trying to copy Padrino's swag and, you know, R&B, hip hop kind of stuff. But clearly, but you don't have any of that within you and it's not really your thing, but you see him doing it and then it just doesn't look as right on you. Um, it's like if you're, if you're wearing a different outfit that you don't feel comfortable in that you saw someone wearing that you really want to wear, but it's not really your thing. It's kind of disingenuous. It's not authentic. Um, and then that kind of affects a lot of other things in your life. Um, I see a lot of good dancers now, um, you know, where they're having issues because they, they've just been really good dancers and then people are like, oh, are, are you teaching? And they think, and they see other teachers and they're like, you know what, actually I'm going to become a teacher and that's the logical next step for them, or that's what they think. But actually, it's not authentic. It's not actually what they want, but they think it's the only way to kind of go or grow. Um, so today, I'm hoping um, that I can get across a lot of things. Um, but again, that's more on the kind of private coaching, uh, is that we'd go through that stuff. But the, the issue with kind of people going from social dancer to teacher is that most uh, businesses, and again, when you become a teacher or anything like this, you are a business. Um, and a business has generally five layers. You've got the administration, uh, like all the admin side, the emails, the answering phone calls, the email and all that kind of thing. You've got the finance side, so dealing with all the monies, the contracts. You've got the marketing and sales side, uh, so all the promotion, the social, the um, you know the lead generation, um, everything there. And then you've got the performance and the operations, so like you know actually performing, teaching, uh, things like that. And then you've got the creator or the influencer. Um, so you know that's that key person of influence, the face of it, uh, the kind of the key face of the brand. So you kind of have five different areas, but when you're just doing it as a hobby, uh, you kind of only have one area. So what, what you'll see and what I see a lot of whenever I coach people is they've done something, they've gone from something that they love and now they're doing you know, they're only, you know, because now there's five different things, they're only doing what they like 20% of the time and 80% of the time is taken up their time by things that they don't like. The admin, the finance, I've got to promote here, I've got to get in contact with here. I don't even have time to teach anymore. I don't even have time to dance anymore. Um, so it's a completely different feel and they start to resent it. And then when they're actually dancing, it's become a job and it's not actually what they want to do anymore. And then they generally quit and then they lose faith. Um, but hopefully by listen to this podcast um uh, or if we, we we see each other down the line it's all about finding people to do those roles uh, and it doesn't mean paying people it like so just stick with me and hopefully um and hopefully <laughs> you will learn something so guys that's kind of a little bit of an introduction here um i will try not to overwhelm you so much i know i, I talk really fast when i get passionate so i don't know if there's like a slow it down feature that you've got or actually maybe once i actually edit this i'll slow it down just a little bit. Um, now, before we do go on, if you think 
that you are not good enough. Like if you have that belief that you are not good enough to make money or, or, or to build a brand or a business, well, our beliefs shape our behavior and our behavior shape our reality. So kind of if you believe that is the case, then there's then I can't really help you either. And if you're thinking, oh, but the economy, you know, such a problem right now and, you know, you can't make money in this, in this economy. Uh, well, you're wrong. I mean, so many businesses have made money uh, during COVID, during recessions. Um, so if you're only ever waiting to come out of the economy and, you know, for it to be booming again, uh, well... I think you're going to be waiting a long time because one time it's, uh, what is this, COVID, then it's the war, then it's the house prices, then it's the mortgage race and uh, what now, inflation, and then someone else is undercutting and stuff like that. So if it scares you, then uh, business probably, you know, I mean, obviously we can learn and grow, but, you know, start having things in your mind here where it's not about the outside situation. You can create your own economy um, within your own business. Um, my, all three of the businesses that I ran, I earned more during COVID than I'd actually ever done before. Uh, and it's just all about adapting. It's looking where um, the trends are going. Uh, and then it's just literally finding the problems that your customers have, um, knowing them better than they know them, and then offering them solutions. So we can do this, guys. And I hope that this is is more inspiring than overwhelming. So let's begin. Also, I just realized actually that I said I sold my company April 2023. I'm sure most of you picked up on that. Uh, I'm actually from the future, guys. Uh, that's why I'm so innovative, <laughs> innovative and creative. Uh, guys, I'm, um, I'm look, I just planned my calendar for 2023 for UKDC events. So I've got the calendar open here on 2023. I, I do understand it is 2022. Keep up, guys. Come on. Um, so guys, uh, one major, major important piece of advice or lesson that I'm about to say uh, is very imperative here to please listen up. Um, if you think you're a teacher and you are in the teaching business, you are wrong. Okay. If you are a videographer and you believe that you are in the videography business, you are wrong. Okay. The business that you are in is the marketing business. Okay. So if you're a teacher, you are not in the teaching business. You are in the marketing of that business. Okay. Now let me under, uh, let me uh, deep dive into that in case you're thinking, Ricky, you've gone crazy. You don't know what we're talking about. Okay. So the the money is not in your service or your product. Okay. The money is not in your service or product. It's in the selling and the marketing of that product. Okay. It's in the selling of that product. It does not matter if you are the world's best singer. Okay. If you're the world's best singer. And, you know, that's your job and you're singing all the time and, and stuff like this and, and you're the world's best singer. If nobody knows about you or hears about you, it does not matter if you're the world's best freaking teacher and you create the world's best performance, the world's best show if nobody ever sees it. OK, it doesn't matter if you're the world's best videographer. And I'm sure some of you listening or whatever are super fucking talented at what you do. But it is irrelevant um, if nobody knows about you. OK, you are in the business. The money comes from selling uh, your your product products and your services. Okay, guys. So that's one of the massive pieces of advice for you to start thinking, which is why 
ah, oh, why it's so hard to see and upsetting to see that people spend so much time creating um, products and services, their courses, their intricate details of creating the course, and then they try and sell it and then it doesn't sell. Well, how much time and effort have you wasted? If I create something, all it is is people are buying the idea, okay? People buy ideas, they don't buy the product. They buy the idea, okay? Which is like that you're, they're buying the solution to their problem, what they, they think is the, is, is the solution. So if I were to create a course, for example, I would just come up with the outline of what my idea is, I create this amazing boot camp, uh, head movements boot camp for um, those from Bachata so they can learn um, the head movements, you know, 100% correctly, safely, comfortably. Um, I'm going to, you know, that's the idea, okay? I'm just then going to promote that and sell that. I'm not going to have an idea, well, it's not going to be me teaching anyway, but I'm not going to have an idea of what is going to be taught. I'm just going to teach them that, that they think that they are buying into the idea that they are going to learn everything correctly and precisely. They're not buying okay, they're going to step here and they're going to, they don't know what they're buying. They, they are buying it before they've seen it. So it doesn't matter if your product is incredible or the world's best in the world if you can't market it. So that's a massive piece of advice there, guys. Um, whenever I used to um, sell theatre shows um, from, from my um, children's business, uh, I never used to buy any set. I never used to come up with the script. I never used to do anything. All I did was show them or sell them the idea. I might make a landing page, um, and just put up a picture of some happy families laughing or something. Um, and all it would be is I would literally just say, oh, fantastic family show, fun for all the family, um, enjoyable, blah, 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 laugh your head off um, at silly blah, 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 and the pirate that comes out because I have an idea of what I'm going to do. And that's it. And I sell that and I put tickets on. Uh, and then if people buy it, brilliant, then I'll start creating the show. I'll write the script. I'll come up with the um, the props and, and, and I'll order all this stuff. If nobody buys it, well, then I've, I've not done a very good job of either selling it um, or it just wasn't something that people actually wanted. And uh, I need to then kind of go back to the drawing board and kind of understand and, and see it from there. But do not spend your time. I had a terrible, terrible friend. I mean, they weren't a terrible friend. They had a terrible idea where they created, they spent £150,000 and a year and a half of their time on a product where they were trying to sell it to hotels. It was like some charging mobile device that they were selling to hotels. Uh, meanwhile, they spent all this time and money on the product, making it look slick, blah, 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 coming up with the technology. And, and uh, a year and a half, £150,000, and then they went to try and sell it and nobody bought it. Like, what a fucking way. Why would you not do your, why would you not try and sell the idea first and pitch it? Um, so it's just one piece of advice there for you guys. Um, I got a bit angry during that one, didn't I? Uh, all right. Next lesson. Let's go. Okay, guys. So this uh, next lesson is going to be uh, a game changer. Not just a game changer, a life changer. So in life, in business, in anything, you kind of need your end goal, okay? Like you need to know your ultimate dream. So in my coaching sessions, I would find out what someone's ultimate dream was, like the most, if anything, you know, was possible. No barriers, no limits, no nothing, no boundaries. What would be the ultimate dream for your business or your life or whatever it is? And then we've got that point and then we would reverse engineer the future. So you would choose the point that you want to get to and then you would work 
backwards, step by step to work out what the what what, what it is you would need to do, not work forwards. OK, because the issue with working forwards, I'm going to explain this in a lot of detail now. But the issue with working forward is you're led by, you know, the events happening by people, by something that pops up. But when you work backwards, you've got clear steps that you can easily work towards. OK, um, so you don't need to, you know, if you do come off track, you've always got something to come back and refocus on. And also time specific goals is the most important thing of all time. For example, if you step out your door and you say, one, if you step out your door and you don't know what your ultimate goal is, like where you're going, uh, you just step out your door and you don't know what you're doing. Okay. So you're completely lost. That's what a lot of people do in business. Okay. Uh, this is an easy analogy just to kind of figure out. Now say that you've got a goal you want to get from here to here, but you don't give it a time specific goal. You could turn left, you could turn right, something could, you could bump into someone, you could have a chat. If you chat to someone, you don't need to ever leave the chat because you haven't really got a time before you need to get somewhere else. But on the flip side, if you have a time specific goal, I need to be here by 2.30 and the time is 1 p.m. now, you go straight there. If you meet someone, you can let them know that you're in a rush, so you have to go or whatever it is, and you can get to your time specific goal. Okay. And this is what you should be doing really with life stuff, with business stuff. Okay. Now, I created something called the product pathway. Uh, I will put a link out as well that you can kind of see this in more detail, but it's literally the way to get leads and to get people to follow your entire ecosystem. Okay. Um, because business is a relationship um, and that's all anything is in the world. Okay. So I want you to think about it like this way as I explain it. Okay. And this is just an analogy that I use to get my point across. Say my ultimate relationship goal um, with a woman uh, and life-changing dream is to get married and have two, uh, you know, have a beautiful home and two beautiful children. Okay. Say that's my ultimate goal for for my relationship, okay? So what I would do in this example is I would work backwards to achieve this, okay? So I would write down, okay, the end goal there would be second child, okay? Now, before that one, I'd need to have a first child. Before that one, I would probably get married. This is, again, this is my way of doing it. I wouldn't need to get married first technically, but this is the way I would do it. So I'd get married. Um, before I would get married, I would probably buy a house with my partner. Before moving in, uh, I would have probably gone on holiday with her. Before going on holiday, I probably would have had to slept with her. Um, before sleeping, I would probably would have kissed my partner. Before kissing, I would have been on a date. Uh, before going on a date, we would have met probably once or twice. Before I met the second time, I would have met the first time. Before a meeting, I would have had to have, you know, uh, chatted to the person. Before chatting to the person, I would have had to have seen the person. So do you see what I mean there? I've said my ultimate goal and then I've worked backwards. And now once I've worked backwards, I can then start my journey from forward because I know where I'm going. Okay. Now that's just one route. It's just an example. And it's just something that I I just come off from the top of my head here. Um, now, uh, so what I would do here is I've set my end goal and I've worked backwards. So instead of leaving the window too open and have no idea how to get to the dream, uh, leaving things to chance, I've got a nice route here. So this is the same as running a business, okay? So with that analogy, if I ask a complete stranger to have a child with me, right? She would probably say no. Okay. If I asked, uh, now you might laugh at some of these examples, but you're going to see how clear this is to what everybody does with a business. Okay. If I asked a complete stranger to go on holiday with me, she'd probably say no. If I asked someone, a complete stranger to go on a date with me, I mean, she may say yes, but generally most people would probably say no, although I am super good looking guys and cute. Um, uh, if I ask somebody to kiss me again, they might do, but generally they probably say no. 
know. But if I did talk to someone or I looked at someone, they'd probably look at me back and they'd probably talk back to me. Okay. So here's the light bulb moment for you. Okay. This is exactly the same for business or selling your dance classes, your DJ courses, your private lessons, your events, your congresses, okay? If you are trying to push a congress to somebody that has no idea who you are, why would they attend your congress, okay? So the most likely answer would probably be no. If you try and sell, uh, you know, an expensive retreat to a brand new beginner who has no idea the basics or they don't know who you are, would they come? No. If you push your dropping class to a completely new person, would they even come? Maybe, but not you know, a certain thing. Okay. It's like, just like I said, asking someone out on a date, they might say yes, but they might, you know, why would you settle with a mite and leave it to chance? Okay. So most people just, you know, you, you need to stop rushing to sell and you need to create rapport and long lasting trust and build a relationship with people. Okay. So how do you do this? Just buy my book on Amazon guys. It's six ninety nine. No, I'm joking. I mean, when you can do, um, so you work backwards. Okay. So Say the ultimate dance goal, for example, is so for my new KDC is like to sell franchises, uh, you know, of your dance school around the world. Okay, so now you work backwards. Before uh, it's just off the top of my head as well. So um, before you work, uh, before I sell a franchise, someone will probably have to have come on one of my maybe expensive retreats and see how I kind of run things, how I do things. Okay, before they would come on an expensive retreat, they probably would have gone to one of my like standard congresses. Okay, before they come to a congress, they probably would have gone to one of the smaller events. Before that, they might have had a private lesson with somebody uh, or been to a regular class of yours and before that would have, would have watched some of your videos before that somebody would have told them about Zook or something like that so that's just a really little kind of thing um, obviously you've got loads of individual things in between that which you fill with the journey which again I'm going to get into that stuff again that's why I have podcasts we have online videos we have different things um, I'm going to talk about something in a minute which is my favorite thing to talk about um, so now you've got a nice little journey okay so everything is about lead generation. This is about getting you know new people on your journey, uh, and it keeps the business running and it's profitable. Um, also, something I'd like to just point out, and I am going to get to this a little bit later, is. Uh, if your business is just you, as in like if your business relies on you to be there, you don't really run a business. And when I say the word business, I'm talking about like if you were to sell a business, um, but it doesn't run without you, you, you have nothing to sell. OK, so like I sold my Captain Fantastic, my business. I didn't need to be there for it to run. OK, I, or I, I did occasionally do kids parties and things like this, but we had 50 other people doing them. So it didn't matter if I was there or not. If I if I go on holiday um, for UKDC and I go away for a month, Pedrino still teaches, the assistant still set up everything, people still take the emails and they answer. I am not in it. I work on growing the business. And this is the difference between working in the business and working on the business. So everything that I promote, everything I coach is about how to kind of get you to step out of the business. And it's what I'm doing with Pedrino now. I am going to get all the assistants to become teachers, as in like monitors, what we call them. Um, just giving away all the secrets here, guys. Um, and, and therefore, because a lot of people think that people come to our school because of Padrino. But we have brand new beginners taking classes with um, our upcoming um, local teachers and in, in our school, and they have never met or seen Padrino because he's not there on the days that they're there. Okay, so it doesn't matter if they're taking a class with Padrino or if they are taking a class with 
bob somebody like it doesn't matter they are not coming for the teacher okay um and this is a beginner journey i'm not talking about an intermediate dancer who already knows a lot of the people on the scene i'm talking about beginners here because everybody will have their own relationship that i've built with them um so therefore, like UKDC still runs without me being there. So technically I can run the business. Uh, I, I, I could sell the business. So for example, if you are your pro teacher and you're traveling and you break your leg, how would you still earn money? Like you need to be able to make it self-sufficient that you have other income streams uh, and an ecosystem. Um, but I'm going to get onto this a bit later, but I just kind of want this stuff kind of going into your head. And I realize that I'm speaking faster and faster as I get more passionate. Um, this is a, a six hour podcast in just one hour, guys. We've got to go. Um, so um, this is my favorite thing here. Okay. And it is called the 7-11-4. Now listen very, very closely to this. Um, this is one of the most important things that I I ever kind of learn about um and it's uh, definitely one of the main things i'm going to give you guys for free okay so google created again i'm going to just be quick at this one google created an algorithm that basically tracked how how and when people buy products of value okay so as in something that isn't just 10 or 5 or 20 quid or something something that you know it is a decent purchase so you know a new watch a phone a holiday something like this okay so google basically created an algorithm where they found out from the first time somebody googled something to when they bought it okay like how long it took them and what it is they researched for and it's called 7114 now what is it this meme. Typically, on average, a person researches for about seven hours. Okay, so that's the seven out of the seven eleven four. So they research for seven hours. Okay, and they view it or see that thing or that brand across eleven platforms. Now, a platform can be uh, on Instagram is one platform. Facebook is another platform. Uh, on a podcast is a platform. In a book is a platform. Um, uh, an event is a platform. Okay, so seven hours across eleven different platforms over four locations and locations location can be whilst you're on holiday, uh, whilst you're at your home, uh, whilst you're out and about, uh, whilst you're at an event. So it's basically a different location. So that is 7-11-4. Seven hours, 11 touch points um, or platforms uh, over four locations, okay? Um, now, this is also the general amount of time that two people would kind of sleep with each other after kind of getting to know each other. Seven hours, uh, you know, conversation is, you know, they might have chatted on by text, uh, a conversation, a phone call. Uh, they've gone out on a date. So seven hours you would have spent, you know, whether or not it's on a date with them for an hour, chatting, texting them for, you know, an hour on the phone call, okay? The different um, touch points is, you know, phone call, text, conversation, uh, outside, at the cinema, uh, at an event, at a congress, uh, at four locations. So that is kind of how you build rapport with someone. And it's the same as business, as life, as relationships, okay? Therefore, you cannot sell to people before you have 7-Eleven for them, okay? So you're listening now to a podcast which gives you like an hour's content, okay? And that's of like something of UKDC. So, you know, you might have come on our Zook lounges. You might have seen Padrino um, on some videos. You might have read some of the social media posts. You might have, you know, blah, 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 done loads of things. So we've given you at least seven hours of content that, you know, you can binge on that allows you to get to know us a lot more. And it's the reason why I do these podcasts and it's the reason why we do a lot of these things is to get you guys on our journey. It's not disingenuous and it's not manipulation. It's something that we love and it's our passion and that's the marketing tools that we use. Um, 
So I have my product pathway, um, and it, it, this is how easy it is. So uh, those that binge on us uh, have come along our journey, okay? So they buy our more expensive products. We sold an event last year in Spain uh, where 20 students paid an average of about £1,000 to come on to something called La Familia, okay? But like... If I ask you now, did you want to come? And the answer was no. That is because we hadn't built enough trust to make the relationship work between us. But every person who came on had already been 7-Eleven Ford by UKDC or myself or Padrino. So they'd spend time with us online at the Zook lounges. Uh, they'd listen to the podcast. They'd come to some of our previous events. We built strong relationship with them. Not one single one of those people who came on was a random person who had never seen us or never knew about us. No one was a brand new beginner um, that hadn't you know, spent time with us because why would they? Like, that's not our target audience. So it doesn't really make sense when people are trying to sell things to people that it's not for or they haven't spent the time building the relationship with. As I said, no one is going to marry you if they don't really know you, okay? Um, and this is also the same thing, okay, that if you have ever felt sad or or cried when somebody famous dies, okay, even if that person had no idea who you were, okay, uh, so like, I don't know, uh, think of someone famous or someone, you know, that, that you cared about that, that, that passed away that might have never met you before, okay, but the reason that you cried or that you were sad is because you had been 7-Eleven Ford by them, okay, so say it was a famous singer, perhaps you listened to their album for several hours on Spotify or whatever, or when you were a kid, um, or you went to their gigs, you've watched some of their interviews on TV, you, you've looked at them on YouTube, you've spent seven hours listening to their stuff, watching their stuff over 11 touch points over four different locations. So you've got to know this person. Um, you've got into a relationship with this person. And it's like when uh, some of you meet your dance pros, like the, you know, the top teachers that you may, they might not have a clue who you are. You may have never met them before, but you're like, oh my God, and you feel very strange in their presence and you don't know how to dance with them. And it's, you know, it's your, it's your crush, basically. It's because you've watched their videos, you've researched them, you've listened to their podcasts, you've, you've, you've watched them dance, you've spoken to your friends about them, you've been out and about, you've seen them at a Congress. They have no idea who you are, but you have been 7-Eleven Ford by them. Whether or not they know that or not, or you know that or not, but you trust them, you like them, you know them. Um, so therefore, you are already more willing to spend your time and money on them for their events, for their things, than somebody who has met them or know them at all, which is why marketing is so important here. So back to you guys, okay? So why are you asking your clients to marry you before you've taken her out on a date? And why are you asking her out on a date before you've even spoken to her, okay? And these things actually end up having a negative effect. So if I keep asking someone out on a date that says no, they're just going to get more and more pissed off. Um, so, you know, don't keep saying buy this event, buy my course to loads of random people who they just think that you just want their money. You don't actually care about them because technically you don't, you know, you're just trying to keep kissing them when they're saying no. Um, relationships are two ways of gay guys. What's up, everybody? Just doing a little one minute intermission here for you guys. And that's how cheap this podcast is. I do my own intermission music. Uh, guys, uh, I'm just doing this now because I know that at the end of the podcast, you guys will switch off or be too overwhelmed anyway. 
Uh, I would love to hear your feedback. Um, if I have said something today that really resonated with you, or if I touched on something that you need to know more information about, or I missed out something that is crucial for your business, uh, or you just need to know something else, or you don't want to say hi, please let me know. I can do more of these podcasts. I can do some Instagram or Facebook lives and stuff like that. So reach out to me. Let me help you guys. Um, I also had some requests to create a group, um, which is only for Zookas, all about business. Um, so I just did it. I've just created a Facebook group called It's Business Time Mastermind Group for the Zook community. Uh, so guys, come find that. It's literally the idea of the group is to provide like a dedicated space for people to ask, share and understand business, uh, a support network basically just for creatives only in Zook. Um, and other than that, guys, I know that some of you will reach out to me. Um, some of you already have um, about coaching. I do not do one-to-one coaching anymore. Uh, it takes up too much time at, and it's very expensive. Um, for me, my favorite thing to do is accountability groups um, for people like six to 10 people um, per group. I will do a couple of these next year from January, February onwards, uh, 2023. Um, so they're cheaper. Um, I can reach a few more people than just one-on-ones uh, and everybody gets the dedicated time and effort uh, that they need. So everybody, thank you so much for listening and let's go. So I take people through something called the product pathway. It's something I created. Um, And it basically allows people to create a big ecosystem for their business. Um, And a lot of people don't actually have an ecosystem or different products or they don't know they've got the products, but they actually do. Um, So this this would really help. Now, it will be a little bit confusing um, because I'm going to go through it quite quickly obviously. Um, But it's better and easier to see. So I will put some links um, with the podcast when I post things out so you can kind of see what I'm looking at or what I'm talking about. Um, But generally, if you can think of it like you're in an elevator and you're in a lift that has six floors. Okay, so I I say that it's kind of six levels um, to an ecosystem. Um, The first level would be where you attract uh, people with free things. So podcasts, blogs, videos, Um, um, no commitment from clients, just you're just kind of getting that seven hours of content stuff there for them. Then it will go to the level two, which I class as Bewitch. And this is things like competitions, like, you know, enter your details here and we'll put you into a competition. Um, you would like a free taster class. In that case, give us your number. And you basically get leads from this. Then you go to level three. And this is like small amounts of money, but not asking for much. This is what I'm talking about, by the way, like with the relationship is, you know, the attract stage was the, um, you're chatting to them, you're saying, hello, you're not asking for their number. But then the bewitched one is you are asking for their number. Um, you know, you might ask them to come on a date in a minute, but you're going to, you know, chat to them a little bit first, get their number, maybe go on a date. And then the captivate is the date. You're not asking for to marry you. You're not asking to spend your life with them. But this is your, you know, your one-off events. And that might be a drop-in class. It might be a book that you've bought. It might be a CD. Oh, a CD. I don't even know why that came up. Oh, what's a CD, Ricky? Um, so, you know, so that's like, as I said about the relationship, that is now going on the date with them. You're seeing if, you know, you like the relationship with this company or with this person. Then you would go to level four, and this would be the delight stage. This would be like your main product. So, again, if it's an, if it's with a woman, I'm saying this might be like you're sleeping with the person. You're, you know, you're actually giving 
uh, something, your main product to this woman. Uh, gosh, what a euthanism, your main product. Um, but for a company, this would be like um, your main courses, okay? So it's not a drop-in anymore. It's now the committed to a course. It would be like um, a personal trainer giving, you know, uh, not just a one-off lesson, uh, a one-off PT. It's They're buying a package now of 10 hours, for example. Um, but a lot of people here stop um, selling anything after this. They think the main product is the top thing that they sell. Um, but then if this is the case, you need to sell thousands of these top products, which will take probably a lot of time as well, especially if you're selling time for money, which you should never do, but uh, that's another story. Um, but you need to have packages that cost several thousand, really. And if that kind of you think, well, what do you mean? Uh, again, I can't go over everything here, but you'll, it's much easier to sell to 50 people a product that's 2,000 pounds for, you know, for a 100,000 salary there uh, than to sell 200 pounds to several hundred people. Um, and then your next level would be the engage um, level. Um, and again, in a relationship, this is you constantly keep going on dates. This is um, where you keep the relationship going. You don't just, you know, sleep with them once and then you don't call them again. Do you know what I mean? It's you're keeping them engaged with you. So for companies, this would be like the Netflix um, subscription, your your Spotify um, account, your gym membership, um, things that are just there, your courses that are online. So it's not it's not making you loads of extra money, um, but these are things that keep the money coming through constantly rather than you just selling once and then you're never with your client again. And then you would have your main big product. Um, and this would be like the 2000 plus product to 10,000 um, pounds, know, anything like this, where it might be like a franchise. It might be a very expensive uh, retreat. Um, it's something that's kind of life changing that, you know, again, if this was a relationship, this would be the marriage, something that, you know, is really life changing. Um, so that's kind of a, a little explanation of it. Don't worry if it's confusing. Um, just book a coaching session with me, guys. Um, but if I explain it from like my kids company point of view, um, what I would do is on the first level, I would offer, you know, YouTube videos. We've got lots of funny memes. We, um, we, we have loads of stuff there for kids. We've got an app that you download that's free and you play games. So it gets them to know us. And then we've got competitions to win free parties, but you need to give us your email, stuff like this. And then once you go after those things, and it's like, you know, how to be an amazing parent, how to throw a great kids party. Uh, and we have like different things where we would send you PDFs, but you would just type in your email for it. So it gets us leads. And then we'd go to like the level three where we're asking for little commitment just for people to, you know, dip their toe a little bit interest. And this would be like um, our, um, our toddler classes that we did where you could just buy a drop-in class for five or 10 quid. This would be our theatre shows that we used to tour with where it would be like between 15 pounds and 20 pounds to, to come to the theatre show. And again, we knew that the theatre shows weren't to make money. But once people come and see our theatre shows and they like us, we would then, you know, get them on our journey to come and buy a kid's party. And the kid's parties are anywhere from 250 to 500 pounds. So I couldn't sell them a kid's party if they hadn't come to a theatre show, if they hadn't, you know, looked at our YouTube stuff. So it's the journey here and then after the kids party like again a lot of people stop there if we stop there we would have to do loads and loads of parties which we we were doing and we did do but 
that's not how you make your money. So what's the next step? Okay, cool. So your next step is to get people onto our, like our wellbeing kids courses. We run things in schools. Um, we would have online courses for kids and families to help them. Um, and again, these would be like 10 pounds a month. Um, we would have our kids club. Um, we'd have lots of things after school clubs, things like this. Um, but then what we wanted is we needed some huge amount of profit coming in. So like I said, what we did is how do we create a 5,000 pound or a 10,000 pound kids party? Again, how do you create something for your business or around dance where you can create something that's a thousand pound, 1500 pound, 2000 pounds. So I know that at kids parties, they have party bags, they have cakes, they, they find a venue. Some of them have dance floors, they have photo booths, they have photographers, all these different services. Why don't we end up just selling them all to the client? Now, we don't spend our time buying them or learning how to become a photographer and buy an expensive camera. Instead, I find the people to partner up with. Now, think about how I run UKDC. I don't teach. I didn't learn to become a teacher. There's no point me learning to become a teacher when I've got Padrino who lives here. Um, so I found Padrino. Uh, we found each other and he does that and I do my other skills. So this is the same thing with the kids stuff is I started um, finding people who, who had dance floors, who had photo booths, who did photography, and I would package them all into one package where it costs £2,000 or £5,000 or £10,000. And again, it wouldn't all be profit, but from £5,000, I could make 50% of the profit. Uh, but beforehand, you know, I, I couldn't. Um, so think about these things like when, for example, if you're buying a car, for example, you're buying a car that costs you £20,000, okay? You, they don't sell the car as an individual steering wheel, a handbrake, a seat belt, a seat, a headrest, a roof, a, um, a, a buckle, a, a 5,000 screws, an engine. They don't sell them individually. They just sell them as the... Porsche 911. They sell them as the Vauxhall Corsa. Okay, so that is their package deal that costs you X amount of money. Do they create every product? No, they import them, they get them uh, from different areas, but they build them all together in one package and sell it. Um, so these are just things to kind of get the mind kind of thinking. I hope your mind is thinking, but you probably switched off by now anyway. Gosh, this boy talks so much, doesn't he? Um, so that's kind of uh, an idea there for you. Oh, and then also after those big ones as well, like we wanted to sell franchises. Now, I groom our entertainers who come and work for us to see our products, to see how well things do. We get them running. We get them. We pay them to run our after school clubs, to be in our theatre shows. We get them to run our summer camps for us in the summer, um, and they see how well everything does. And then we propose to them that they can run their own area, and then they run their own area for a little time. And then once it's going well and they can see the money coming in, we then say to them, "If you would like the area, you can buy the area for eight thousand pounds for fifteen thousand pounds and then they basically run their own business and those profits come in great when you're getting you know several thousand pounds for an area and then they start you know building your brand and they build everything bigger and obviously if we own all the merchandise we all own all the online courses the more things grow the more profit we get so it's just it builds and it builds and it builds you can start to see now what i'm talking about is in getting people on the next step so for example, do not just like some people just launch podcasts. Okay. So if you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to launch a podcast off this, please don't just launch a podcast, a podcast. Uh, yeah, well, that's a podcast just plodding along, guys. Uh, please don't just launch a podcast if you do not have a logical next step. When I launched this podcast two years ago, I knew exactly why I was doing it uh, and where people would come on the journey. Okay. Don't just, this is what I'm saying, like if you're just posting a video, I mean, it's okay to get some video, to get some content, but really what is your end goal or your next step for these people to do? 
is it to do something or not? If you are doing a private lesson, like, is it worth you actually doing a private lesson um, when you can do something else? Like a lot of people run classes, uh, but they don't make much money. It takes a lot of time and effort and they they don't know if they enjoy that much. Uh, So why are you running classes? What is the next step for people to do? Because you don't have to run classes. You could just do something else that might make you more money and that might be more enjoyable. Um, You really, really need to look at your journey and see if it is kind of correct for you. Um, so guys, I hope this uh, gives you a lot of information um, that you can kind of do some work with. Thanks, guys. Let's go to the next one. And if you're thinking about this stuff, thinking, oh, but, you know, I'm not here to make money. And I totally get that. Um, and you don't have to be. Um, but obviously, the bottom line for a business is a business is there to make profit. Um, but a big thing that I got taught that plays with me every single day is that people who pay, pay attention. So if you constantly give discounts or you undermine the value of the things that you offer or you give things to fr- for free, people don't appreciate it. I've coached friends for free. Um, Um, who have done absolutely nothing with the info I've given them. Um, And I've had people who pay a lot of money, uh, several thousand pounds for coaching, and they earn a lot, lot, lot more. Like, and this podcast is for free. And you'll probably not do too much with the information I give you. But if you paid 500 pounds to, to listen to this, I expect that you would literally take this stuff as the Bible um, and you would do a lot more with it. Um, and it changes the whole mindset when people are paying for something. Um, that's why, like, you know, if you've got an expensive pair of clothes that, that you own, um, it doesn't mean it's better than the, the other stuff, but because it's more expensive, you only wear it on the days where you want to feel, you know, amazing because it's got the perceived value. It's, it's premium pricing. Um, as a children's entertainer, whenever I used to do a, a normal party, I charge the same amount as all my other entertainers. We set the price at about £300 um, for a party, which is the average price here for London, by the way. Um, And then I decided, and this was an amazing journey that I learned. And then I realized, actually, I didn't really want to do many parties anymore because I was getting so busy. So I upped my price to £400. And guess what happened? More people booked me than before because they assumed that I was better than the rest. And I mean, I I am. (laughs) I'm the best children's entertainer of all time. I'm the best in my company but they didn't know that people that had never seen me were booking more because they they perceived it as as better and then I got so busy that that was like oh I cannot do any more I'm going to up it even more so I, I upped it to 550 pounds so all my other entertainers were doing things at like 300 I was almost double and then I got more busy more people wanted me so I so I so I kept upping it and now um when I did it all up until I just sold but I'm, I'm still doing the occasional party I charged 750 pounds just to do a two-hour kids party and my office is still turning away bookings for me because because I'm oversubscribed. Um, I don't do as many anymore because that's my choice now. But people see it. This is, again, corporations see it, celebrities see it. People who have the money to spend see it as the best product, um, even if it's not. And I've helped some clients who struggled to sell their courses or their time. Um, they had like online courses where they were selling them for £49. And when I told them to change it to £249, they thought I was insane um, because they couldn't sell it at £49. But as soon as they put it to £249, people bought it because they pursued, they, they perceived and thought that it was better. Um, it's just crazy um, how the mind and how people buy. 
And guys, uh, just as a little disclaimer, I've actually just come back here after listening to um, this part of the episode and just had to come in and quickly do a disclaimer. Uh, I'm not telling you all just to triple your prices or increase your prices or change any prices. I'm saying that when I uh, take people through the coaching clientele, um, I change their ecosystem first. We build um, the journey of their clients. And then if we feel that is the case and we know which clients we're after, what the market is, um, we've got the whole ecosystem system built, then we can change the prices, guys. So don't just be changing prices and thinking that everyone's going to buy them. Because again, if you haven't 7-Eleven for them, if you haven't taken them through your product pathway, the answer is probably going to still be a no. And then my final piece of advice um, is about working smart. As I mentioned, it's not about working hard. It's about working smart. Um, so how many of you listening to this uh, has done something that you think will save you money? Um, so you're spending hours of your time doing it that you don't really have any passion for, but you're doing it because you don't want to pay someone else to do it. Um, for example, have you created your own website, um, you know, that you spent hours slaving away, dragging and dropping, learning how to do it, paying a little bit, watching YouTube, asking friends, but you're saving a couple hundred quid, um, but you could have just paid someone, a professional to do it for you much quicker. They could have done it way better, um, but you thought that you saved the money by not paying for someone to do it. Now, this is what I call as working hard, not smart, because you need to know where your value and your time is best spent. So an example I always use is that I have a cleaner that comes to my house and cleans my home uh, and it costs me £30 a week and they spend two hours cleaning the flat. Now, some people go, oh, you're so lazy. Why don't you just clean your flat yourself? And of course, I could clean my flat. I don't love to clean my flat. I don't hate it, but I don't really like it. I'm not that good at it. It's a bit boring. Um, but can my two hours a week make more money than £30? And is my value better spent somewhere else? So, uh, two hours of my time, I done this podcast, which might be about an hour long, okay? And I can guarantee that some of you will contact me for coaching after this. It's just or whatever happens when I do something, people will get in touch with me. And because I spent an hour doing this rather than cleaning for two hours, I, my coaching is it's not cheap. It's really expensive. That's because it's really good. Um, premium pricing, guys. No. Um, uh, so yeah, so um, do you know what I mean? So I could do that. Um, I could do a kid's buy for some good money. Uh, I could spend my time marketing to more clients. I could arrange some demos in different uh, things. I could contact uh, people from Bachata, Salsa Nights. I could create new products. I could do different talks at business I, things. I, I could basically write a new book in the two hours. Um, so my time spent two hours. Instead of me saving £30 a week, I could spend my two hours doing something that is going to in turn, get me a lot more money than £30 a week. So for example, I wouldn't spend 20, 30 hours creating a website because I would pay someone £500 to do that for me because I'm going to use that 30 hours to do something else. If you can spend your time knowing where your value um uh, it, it's just crazy. Like if I clean my own flat, if I wash my own car, if I create my own website, if I did things that I don't enjoy, that I'm not passionate about, that I don't actually like doing, when I can pay someone who is already a professional to do it. Um, it's the same thing, like I said earlier with Padrino, like I'm not a teacher. For me to be a teacher, I need to learn how to teach. I need to go to Brazil. I need to spend all my money. I need to spend all my time and my effort. Do I even want to be a teacher? No, I do not want to be a teacher. So I partner with someone or I find someone or I pay someone or I exchange services to someone that can do that job much better than me 
that it's already their passion and everyone's going to get a better deal and I can sell Padrino. Um, if I had to do all the teaching, I wouldn't have time to do anything else. Um, and some of you may think, oh, but I don't have the money to, to pay for other people. But go a step further, like exchange instead of payments. Like I said, we have the assistants in our dance school who dance for free, but they set up the room, they take payments on the doors, they, they, they do all the things, they dance at the beginning, they do all the things um, that either we don't want to do or that we don't have to do because my time or Padrino's time, it, why would I get Padrino to be on the door uh, and one of the assistants to teach the class? It makes no sense. I'll get Padrino to do the class and I'll get an assistant to sit on the door and, and welcome people in. Like swap services uh, and try and find the things that you're passionate about because then, you know, you're never actually going to work anyway. Um, like I said, partner with someone who has complementary schools to you. Um, so it, it's all those kind of things as well. And like, if you don't mind doing social media, like you can do your social media, otherwise find someone that can do it. Uh, outsource is the key to building a business. Um, so basically you want to focus on where your time is most valuable. Okay. Um, and, and as I mentioned at the beginning, like the reason that most entrepreneurs or people like new, new teachers coming in, like they turn their hobby into a job and they end up resenting it. It's because I said, you know, you've got the admin, you've got the services, you've got the creating, you've got the marketing and sales. You've got to be the, the key person of influence. Like if your hobby is what you do 100 percent of the time and now you've got to everything else takes 80 percent of your time. It's just you're not going to be enjoying what you do. So outsource it partner with people, find other people to do the things that you don't want to do. Okay. If you are a creative and you're amazing at creating things, don't partner with someone who's also an amazing creative, um, and loves creating things because no one's ever going to find out about your stuff. If you're a creative that's amazing at coming up with products, but you have no marketing skills, partner with someone who has incredible marketing skills that isn't that creative or that is creative and has marketing skills. Like you want to complement each other. Um, so these guys are, are a few like golden nuggets here for you to get your brain thinking um and please don't let this get get you down if you're thinking oh fuck uh, everything you said i don't do or whatever like now you're aware it's like i said it's about learning a dance like if you're aware that you're stepping back on a lateral or your weight isn't transferring here now you're aware of it and you're not going to immediately fix it but you're going to find something there that's going to help you okay guys um this isn't an overnight fix it takes dedication it takes practice it takes passion um and like you don't need me as a coach but get some coaching go on some courses learn some stuff if you want to make money from this invest in yourself um if you make it if you're playing an instrument like you know you can learn some much on yourself but get some help like dancing you can take courses you can take privates you don't need to but the you know the the personal trainer if you just go to a gym you, you'll get fit but if you have a personal trainer or a nutritionist you're going to get fitter faster like this is all about being efficient like uh, your time is so valuable don't don't waste it guys um so I think that's kind of uh, everything, really. Um, but you're, yeah, it's just all about purpose, guys. Um, there's so much more I could talk about. Um, but just remember why you're doing it. You know, get, get yourself a group of people and keep you motivated um, and more importantly, accountable. Um, find yourself a mentor, a coach. Um, and if you think about it, like every aspiring teacher out there has a coach or someone they look up to. Every successful business person I know has a coach. Like I have one. Um, so don't think that you don't need one. But don't think you, you do need one guys um so don't be too hard on yourself enjoy have fun
fun, uh, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, uh, but just like, you know, the pro Zookas out there, like you can ask a quick question or whatever, but please don't expect them to teach you a, a private lesson for free. Um, and, and I am the same guys. Um, maybe I'll work with some of you over the future. I've got lots of exciting things coming up. Um, um, I've got my whole goal and my dedicated time specific plan. And you're going to see a lot more of this stuff uh, reaching the scene in the next 12 to 18 months, guys. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Um, it was lovely to do this episode and I love you all. Let's go make millions of dollars and spread our passion and love for everybody. But just imagine though, innit? if you make a lot of money doing what you love, like there's nothing better. Like, and, and that's it. And it's possible to do, but it's just, we all need direction. Um, so cheers, guys. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry I spoke so fast. Bye. Chicky bon bon. Chicky bon bon.